Good morning and welcome to Visa Capital Five Minute Morning Minor. It's Wednesday, the second of August, um, and apparently everybody's coming into the office soaking wet. Actually, it was totally dry at five forty-five this morning as I cycled in. But there you go. Um, Paul, how are you this morning? Getting soaking wet? No, no, it's dry here in South London. Yeah, but you'll be are you coming in later. Yeah, I plan to. All right, let's. Uh, there's a few few big ones out, a few interesting ones out today. So a few things to get through. So we'll rattle through fairly quick, please, Paul. Uh, let's start off with some of the bigger ones. So for Expo interim results, clearly a tough one with Ukraine. I think considering uh, the situation out there, they're not actually doing too badly, but give us a quick summary, Paul. Yes, that's right. Uh, they did uh, put out their, their financial results, interim results here. Revenue is down by 64%, $334 million U.S. Uh, that's because they had only one pelletizing uh, line pretty much working for most of the period here. Profit, that's the interesting thing, is they continue to make a profit, actually, even though they are under wartime conditions. Uh, after tax, uh, down by 67% to $27 million, and their C1 cash costs, still good margins there because they produce a premium quality pellet. Uh, their cash costs only $71 a ton, even with just one pellet line primarily for the most part. And they still remain in net cash position, $131 million. Uh, so uh, I'd say they were doing uh, as well as can be expected. Well done then. Considering the circumstances, you've got to be impressed. Now, also, to being impressed, uh, the market got a bit caught out today on Hotschild. Uh, it's up nearly 20% this morning because they got a permit granted in Peru. Uh, clearly, the uh, Peruvian political situation is ever changing but that's obviously some good news for Hostchild. Don't know if you've got anything you want to add to that Paul? Only to say that that is a, a um, uh, in Mac, for the Immaculata mine and it's modified environmental impact in assessment which extends the mine life or, or permit for 20 years uh, period of time. Okay now another one that I watch pretty closely uh, is Bushfeld now, they've had some interims today, which uh, guidance has been downgraded. This is a company that just goes into the moment to go from trouble to trouble to trouble to trouble. Um, I'll let you comment on the uh, on the actual Q2s. What I find also interesting, though, is it's actually their AGM, believe it or not, today. But you can only go to the AGM uh, or if you go in person. It's an in-person AGM only. And it's being held in, I think it's Jersey or Guernsey, so i.e. nobody will go there. Uh, if you go onto their website and search for information about it, you get this page has been removed. Uh, a case of terrible corporate governance. Uh, the stock's off nearly 10% this morning, so I think it'll probably almost a record low. What do you What have you got to say about it, Paul? Yeah, that's it's interesting uh, coming up with those comments there because we do see from a production statement on the Q2s that their cash costs actually came uh, down here from what was a year-on-year comparative. And their production rates are actually up a little bit too, uh, both for the Q2 and for the first half. So the, on an operating basis, they are, are having some success there. Uh, but it, as you say, it is other issues besides the on-the-ground operations which uh, are um, impacting the firm. Yep. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, a dual listed West African gold producer is Endeavor Mining. Uh, they've had interims or Q2s that on the column um, today as well, haven't they? Yes, that's right. Uh, for the quarter, 268,000 ounces produced at all in sustaining cost of $1,000 an ounce. 
for the half, they produced uh, just over 500,000 ounces. And the all-in sustaining cost was under $1,000 an ounce. So they are on a track for their full-year guidance uh, production of at least 1.05 million ounces. And they anticipate that the all-in sustaining cost for the years will be even lower still. So should be in the lower half of the $900 range. Going to be spending $51 million in exploration uh, or had spent that much uh, in the first half of 2023. And for the full year should spend uh, uh, upwards of $80 million here at this point. Um, Otherwise, uh, earnings were down about 17% uh, on the quarter to $54 million, and they had uh, $78 million in uh, earnings for Q2. Very good. I also noticed in the news there's a lot of chatter about Rio Tinto making an acquisition of a a, a lithium uh, project, probably in Canada. Um, but I think, you know, it's only a matter of time for all the majors start actually buying into battery and critical metals as part of their portfolio, because uh, the big majors really aren't that exposed to those sort of minor metals. Um, but the minor metals have quite, quite quickly become major metals. So I found that quite interesting. Um, and, anything else you want to mention, Paul? Or you can talk and about also the, the existing major players are also moving uh, into Canada as well, particularly the Australian ones uh, or the... Uh, South, South American ones. Albemarle just this week had also decided to put $100 million into uh, Patriot, uh, the TSX-listed firm with the large Quebec uh, discovery. So, uh, yes, as you say, a lot of uh, majors moving in that direction now. So, although markets are horrific for financing junior miners, maybe the majors will come over the hill and rescue us all. Uh, anything else you want to just touch on, yeah. And speaking of financing junior miners, we do have the announcement out today. It does appear to be a major copper discovery in the uh, province of Nunavut in Canada, as released by American West uh, concerning their storm project. Two drill holes drilling a gravity anomaly underneath the surface uh, copper mineralization has confirmed thick um, Copper mineralization in dolomite breccia of the sediment-hosted type, and this is the style of mineralization, which is uh, of the style more like we see in the very large sediment-hosted deposits in like the DRC, Zambia, and Botswana. So... um, have to look for wait for the actual chemical assays, but the XRF uh, analyses uh, uh, has confirmed there is copper there. They can't report those, of course, under TSX rules. And they do have photographs of the core, and the copper mineralization is obvious in the photographs. Very good. Share price is flying. It's up about a couple hundred percent, isn't it, so far in the last uh, few months? But uh, still, still not that highly raised, uh, you know, valued. Yes, that's right. And I have to wonder whether or not now this will cause a staking rush in this part of the movement as well. Yeah, it almost certainly will. You're right. Um, okay. I hope everybody's enjoying the uh, new recording platform we're using, the little jingles we're putting on before and after we, we do these recordings. Uh, but that'll do for today. And we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks. We will see you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. 
The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.